Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome one and all to another edition of After Hours with Defo and Luby. No Defo today, but we do have me, Mike Luby Lubitz. We keep bringing this man on each, if not every week, almost every week to do After Hours because he not only knows the sports world as well as anyone, but he's just hysterical. He's hilarious and he's entertaining. The one and only Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com and the Believe Podcast Network joins me today here in After Hours. What's going on, Brandon? How you doing? Well, I don't know, man. My ass hurts. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why now? <laughs> this just hurts. It's a, it, you know, when, when two coaches, Sean McDermott and, and, and Leslie Frazier, um, take a Louisville Slugger baseball bat, and they don't go the handle where you hold the handle to, to you know, to swing. They go to the fat end, and that <laughs> fat end, they take it, and they shove it so far up your ass. No lube either. So just, just, just feel the pain and the agony of when it first gets inserted. It's just a, it's a, it's a, I can, I can only imagine it's just an excruciating pain, and then you deal with that pain like it's there. That's that that so that's the shock of of wave one, and that that's the shock of when they didn't squib kick over thirteen seconds to go. That's that's shock number one, but shock number two as they continue because both their hands are on the bat. Dermot's hands are on the bat, and Frazier's hands are on the bat. When they then allowed the three receivers to get a free release for twenty five yards, um, now they're jamming it. In your ass. Now they're just now they're 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 jamming. And what they do is they get you on your stomach and they both stand on on your cheeks. And now they're really putting all their fort and waist behind it and power and jamming harder. So they're almost hitting the other side of your body because that was the third wave of allowing Kelsey to get a free release for a twenty yard gain in the field goal and then and, and lose in overtime. So um, you know, you you you, you walk bow legged. I guess this is what you, you feel when you you first get to a maximum security prison and the four black guys get you in the shower and say, Welcome, which gang are you gonna join? You're gonna join our gang or you're gonna join the white supremacist. So um let's just tell you this, this is what we're gonna do to you. And then the white supremacists will probably probably do even worse. You better join a gang quick. I mean that's just basically because to watch and I've said for years, there's three things you can't handicap: penalties, turnovers, and coaching stupidity. Ryan Tannehill, three interceptions. There's your there's your turnovers, and then the, the coaching stupidity. Because if you watch basketball, at the end of the game when a team is down three, and the commentators say, "Well, are they going to let them shoot the three for the tie, or are they going to foul them so they don't get the three? That would have been no difference than Buffalo breaking the huddle, seeing the the, 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 the set that Andy Reid had, and then taking their corners and safeties and putting them right up on the wide receivers. And as soon as that ball is snapped with 13 seconds to go, you just grab them. You just grab and hold them. Don't let them go anywhere. Just grab and hold them. So about four or five seconds probably would have went off the clock before Mahomes realizes he's got nobody to throw to, and he, he, he runs it or, or does whatever, and then they got to call their next timeout. Well, now there's seven seconds on the clock, and you have – uh, defensive holding on number 21, defensive holding number 34, defensive holding number 38, defensive holding number 41. The defensive holding penalty on number 41 is accepted, five-yard penalty, automatic first down. Well, now you've moved them up to the 30, but more importantly, you've taken four or five seconds on the clock. Now there's eight seconds to go. Second down, what do you do? 
the same exact thing. Yep. Just the same exact thing. <laughs> because it, it could be multiple penalties, but it all equals a five-yard penalty. So that's what would happen. It would have been first and ten after you've held them twice at the 35-yard line with two seconds to go. Yep. And now they got to run around and do their golly gaga and golly gaga and golly gaga. But, of course, when you have two coaches who are as clueless <laughs> – as Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, <laughs> um, you take the loss like a man. You take the you, 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 you take the ass fucking like a man, and you just you take the rape like a man, and you take the prison rape like a man, and you take the the twelve and thirteen and fourteen inch anacondas up your ass, and you learn to just go on about your week and wonder how you lost the game. And that's it. So there we are. This is the one and only Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. You can catch him out here. Also, as well, on the Believe Podcast Network, After Hours with Defo and Luby. No Defo, just Luby. Uh, Defo and I do talk about this. Like, I never, the prevent thing is weird to me, right? Like, I get it. Look, I'm a Florida State fan. When they play Jacksonville uh, State, and it's the last play, you have the lead. Sure, go prevent. Fine. But, like, when there's plays to be had and you have Patrick Mahomes there, who if you give him any time with these weapons, he's going to do whatever he wants. I don't understand the playing off to that degree. You want to put one dude back, fine. But, like, letting Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill just run free, that's never going to work out well. (laughs) Yep. It was just, it was was mind-blowing. But, listen, at the end of the day, it is what it is. This week, uh, keep it simple. Okay. I'm not going to touch the Cincinnati, and I'm not going to touch the Cincinnati <laughs> the Kansas City uh, game. <laughs> side. I, I like, I like the total. Okay. Uh, the first meeting in Cincinnati three weeks ago was 34-31. I think we're going to have a similar post to total 54 and a half. I think the play in that one is is, uh, is over the post to total, and then in the other game, I just feel like listen, if you're if you're the Niners and you're the Rams, and you've beaten them six in a row and you've covered six in a row it's it's basically we know what you're going to do you know what we're going to do we just do it better against you i mean they were down 17 nothing in a game they had to win to get in the playoffs and they came back and won a football game and then they go into dallas and win they go into green bay and win and the most impressive thing about the green bay when they won or figured out a way to win, it was that their defense held aaron Rodgers to three points for the last three and a half quarters yep and that's that's insanity. So the bottom line is the game's going to come down to which defensive line dominates. And I think right now the defensive line that's playing better, I mean, listen, they, they had a pretty good day against Tom Brady, but that defensive line and what they did there in Rodgers, you just can't, you just can't go against that right now. And you're getting value at, you're getting some value at three and a half. So I think the play is San Francisco plus the points play the over in Cincinnati KC. And I think you got yourself a 2 0 sweet thing, my brother. All righty, the one and only Brandon Lang. Again, if you want more of this, check him out here on the Believe Podcast Network. Check him out, brandonlang.com. And we try to have him on as much as possible because there's no one like him. Brandon, we appreciate your time. And I know you got a lot going on. You always got your own things cooking. Uh, again, where else can people find you? Where do you want people to check you? Where do you want people to check you out? It's brandonlang.com, brother. Brandonlang.com. You're the best. Brandon Lang, again, thanks for joining me, man. We'll talk to you again soon, and good luck with the games this weekend. Thank you, brother. That is the one and only Brandon Lang. Again, (laughs) he's very, not only is he very honest, because we're all big fans of honest, but he is, on top of that, he is fun, and he is graphic. (laughs) He says it how he means it. And it's something that, look, we push the envelope here. 
on After Hours with Luby and on our morning show. But uh, Brandon Lane just always pushes the envelope. <laughs> so we appreciate having him again. Um, I've been very consistent about my opinion about these games. I think the spread is a little big with Chiefs and Bengals, but I don't know. There's something about Patrick Mahomes sort of being, I won't say under the radar, but being the guy that, the, the Chiefs being the team that up until this game people were writing off, to me, is I find very interesting. So I, I'm, I think the Chiefs will win. I think it'll be close, but they'll cover that spread. The Rams and Niners at the game no one wants to touch because the Rams keep losing to the Niners. The Rams are the better team. The Rams have almost as good an offense and have a way better, almost as good a defense, a way better offense, but for some reason keep struggling to beat the Niners. To me, at some point that ends, right? And I think this is the weekend you'll see it. So I'm going super duper 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 chalk, which is something we try not to do here. On After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Again, no Defoe, just Luby. Talked a lot about the NFL Final Four, the playoffs, the championship, the title games. We will sort of transition into basketball. Look, we love basketball down here. The Miami Heat are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, one of the best teams in the NBA. They're the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. But again, as we've talked about a lot here, when it comes to sports, the NFL, and just football in general, reign supreme, and reign supreme in America by a lot. So <laughs> during football season, we don't touch on a lot of other sports, but college football's done. The NFL will be done in two weeks from Sunday. So time to move into a little NBA. And uh, if you look at the NBA, again, like I talked about yesterday a little bit, if you looked at the standings and you haven't paid attention to the NBA all year long, you'd be a little confused. You're like, what the hell? Like, who's in first? Who's in last? Who's... What is going on? Like the Lakers are in ninth and the Grizzlies are in third. What the hell? Uh, the Cavaliers are in third and the Sixers are like five to seven. Joel Embiid's having an MVP caliber year and the Cavs are better. The Chicago Bulls. And I know they made some moves in the offseason, but they weren't supposed to be this good. Well, they are. The NBA is topsy-turvy and I think it should be pretty exciting. Look, you don't have... What's funny is people hate the powerhouse, the Bulls, the... Lakers in the early 2000s, the Warriors in the 2010s. But the reality is more people watch when you have a team to love and hate. The NBA's never been more popular than when you have a LeBron winning and people either love or hate him. When you have the Warriors winning, people love or hate him. So what's funny is parody has more markets involved. Like right now, the NBA is as wide open as it's ever been. So more fans are involved. But the NBA is as unpopular as it's been in years. The ratings are every year going down, 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 down because the lay fan, the reality is they like the storyline of greatness. I love it. I hate it. So as this NBA, as an NBA fan, I think it's pretty freaking cool because it's wide open. The Miami Heat, a team that's a four to six seed in most people's estimation coming into the year, a one seed. The Cavs, who are in a playoff team, three seed. The Bulls, who made really cool moves, and getting Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine's turned himself into a legit all-star, where a team I thought could be fun, could be a 6-8 to eight seed, they've been fighting with the for the number one seed the entire season. So the NBA being the Lakers, a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard, you know, are, are teams you thought would be there. Yeah, the Suns and the Warriors are there, but the Grizzlies, you know, like are sitting right in the middle of things. The Nuggets have fallen back a little bit, even though Jokic is still great. So the NBA is 
as open as ever, which actually is hurting them in the ratings. But I think if you're an NBA fan, it'll be fun come playoff time. College basketball is going on. We don't talk a ton about college basketball here, but it is going on. And I've always been a college basketball fan, so we'll get more into that. But again, the NFL coaching search, NFL playoffs is where people's attention are. We have we had eight NFL coaching head coaching positions open. We're now down to six as the Denver Broncos tab Nathaniel Hackett, the once now former Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator, to be their next head coach. A lot of people think that has a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers. Last year when people swore Aaron Rodgers was going to leave the Green Bay Packers, the Denver Broncos was a big destination of choice, supposedly, in rumors for Aaron Rodgers. Nathaniel Hackett is a guy that we really don't know what he did with the Packers because Matt LaFleur is their head coach and an offensive guy, and supposedly he is highly involved in play calling and offensive game planning. So Hackett may not do much there, but the word is Rodgers and him get along really well. So if you're the Broncos and you're trying to entice Aaron Rodgers, why not go get his offensive coordinator? We will see how well that works. The Chicago Bears filled their head coaching vacancy. Matt Eberflus, the now former defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, will be the next head coach for the Chicago Bears. There are six openings still available. The New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, the New Orleans Saints, the Minnesota Vikings, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, supposedly, if the Saints... Not the Saints. Supposedly, the Jaguars have honed in on former quarterback Byron Leftwich, who has done a really good job as offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Bucks. The hang-up there is he wants the guy that seems to be everyone wants out as GM, Trent Baalke, gone. And the Jags have a weird thing about keeping Baalke, so that's the hang-up. But the word is, at some point sooner than later, Leftwich will probably be the head coach for the Jags. The Dolphins supposedly like Brian Dable as their next head coach, the current offensive coordinator for the Bills, but they're not naming him. They're not trying to give him the the job. They're still going to do next week another round of interviews for Dable, for Mike McDonald, the offensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, and Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I think Moore is just someone they're throwing in there. Like, the dude not only is young, he hasn't been great as an offensive coordinator. The Cowboys have actually underachieved on offense and underachieved as a team. So I don't know what head coaching gig you'd give Kellen Moore. So I think they're just interviewing him but for a second time, but I don't think he has a legit shot. I think it's down to McDonald and Dable. And the funny thing about McDonald is he's interesting. Like, he's creative. And when you hear him talk, he's a McVay, uh, Shanahan guy. So he's young and... I think at some point he may be a good head coach. Problem is, he's under Shanahan, an offensive guy, so you don't know what he's doing. He hasn't been an offensive coordinator long. He's been a coach for a long time, like in some interesting places. But it feels like he's not ready to be the head coach just yet. So the idea is, to me, Dable's done a lot of coaching. Been offensive coordinator a long time, college and pro. He's been around a lot of guys. They've had a lot of success. And he himself has worked really well with young quarterbacks, including... Tua Tagovailoa, the current Dolphins quarterback, and Tua under Brian Flores, their former head coach in Miami, didn't get a lot of help. Like Flores seemed to be actively going against his quarterback. Their offensive line was the worst in football. Their receiving core is like bottom, I'd say bottom five, but possibly bottom eight and bottom ten. Their running back room is the worst in football, and yet Tua was top fifteen and when it, top eighteen when it comes to quarterbacks. To me, if you give him a coach that actually has worked with him and done a good job with him at Alabama, who worked with Josh Allen and helped groom Josh Allen, 
then Dable seems like the guy that'd be perfect for Tua. And if Tua doesn't work out and you're trying to draft a quarterback next year, Dable, again, is good with the young quarterback. So to me, the Dolphins have their guy. Of course, they're not hiring him because they're the Dolphins. The Giants also, in their vacancy, like Dable. But they also like the Miami Dolphins, Brian, former head coach Brian Flores for their open spot. And a lot of people think he is a front runner. Um, they're slow playing it a little bit. But they, my hope is that the Giants help the Dolphins out, hire Brian Flores, and then that way, even if the Dolphins mess around with Dable, no one else hires him, so they still have a shot at him. We'll see what happens with head coaching vacancies. I don't know what's going on with Minnesota. The Saints, I think, are interviewing Brian Flores as well. I think they're, they, they're not, they sort of were caught off guard with Sean Payton hanging it up or retiring for the season, whatever the hell he's doing. So uh, the Saints, I really don't know what they're doing with their head coaching vacancy. It seems like it's going to keep going. That Denver and Chicago made their move. It feels like in the next week or so, we'll see the rest of these positions filled. And Monday, you'll have even more NFL playoff talk as we will have a Super Bowl matchup. I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the Rams. What do we have? We'll see. Defoe still won't be here. It'll be me Monday, but you'll get Defoe back Tuesday. Really appreciate Brandon Lang for joining me earlier in this show and you for sticking with us again Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 live. You can check us on Ion Channel or in reality, the easiest way is just Google the Defoe Show, D-E-F-O. And each and every day right here on the Believe Podcast Network, we do after hours. Really have a lot of fun. Hopefully you enjoy what we're doing and continue to enjoy everything we do here on After Hours with Defoe and Luby on the Believe Podcast Network. As Defoe likes to say, each and every day, you gotta believe. Hey folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food. Amazing atmosphere. Good for a family. Good for a date or just a night out for yourself. And prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks, hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style. And you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette, in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play, when you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us any time of year things can happen to your home or business and the insurance company can be your friend but they also can be your enemy horizon public adjusters justina testa are here for you to help this process go so much easier before you call the insurance company call horizon public adjusters and justina testa at 954-809-8752 would you go into court without an attorney so why would you go up against an insurance company without 
Verizon Public Adjusters, and Justina Testa. Seven to ten times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954-809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.